0: CHAPTER TEN TOWN TO THE TAXON WORLD The Jahar was cloaked, hidden from sight, and from most sensors. But a close sensor sweep by a Yerk ship would reveal us. And we would never be able to land on the planet in the Jahar. We needed a victim. We found it, out beyond the Taxon World's third moon. It was a slow-moving transport ship. It was just arriving in the system, which meant they would be expecting it down on the surface perfect for our needs. The trick was to disable the ship to make it stop, but not destroy it. This will take precise aim, Alaran said. Which of you two was a better shot? I wanted to say that I was, but I knew Arbron was better, and we could not afford to fail. Arbron is the one who hit the Skritna ship. Aloran nodded. Let's see what you can do, Eris. Arbron. We need to hit one engine, but leave the other functioning. And we don't want any unfortunate explosions. Arbron took the shredder controls in his hands. The Yurk transport ship was 2,000 miles away. The target engine was about 40 feet long. Arbron keyed into the computer targeting system and made careful adjustments while all of us, Alaran, the two humans, and I, watched. There was a hum as the shredder fired. We saw the pale green beam lance forward into darkness. And on the screen, with magnification at factor 500, we saw the near side engine pod of the Yerk ship glow red and green. Good shooting, shooting Alaran said. They'll waste half an hour trying to figure out what happened and reconfiguring to fly with just one engine. Aris Elfingor, take us in fast. I punched up a burn and we rocketed forward, descending on the crippled transport. We were alongside the transport before they knew we were there. Jam their communications. Aloran ordered, and I feverishly punched the flat surface of the tactical board with my fingers. It was my second boarding of an alien vessel. I guess I should have felt like I was an old hand. But this wasn't some lame bunch of Skritna. This was a Yerk ship. We had no way of knowing what we would encounter. Would it be hork controllers? Taxon controllers? Or some other fierce unknown species the Yerks controlled?
1: A word of advice.
0: Alaran said. Taxons may be repulsive, but never forget that down in their brains, they have a yerk. You're dealing with a yerk, not just a taxon. Alaran Arbron, and I pressed close to the hatch, waiting for it to blow open. We carried handheld shredders on setting three. There are six power levels on a shredder. Level one delivers a mild charge that will stun a small creature for a moment or two. Level six will blast a hole through ten feet of solid alloy. Level three wouldn't kill most creatures, but it would certainly knock them down hard enough they wouldn't get up for hours. At that moment, waiting to rush a deadly enemy, I struggled to recall everything old Sephir had ever tried to teach me about combat. But I swear I couldn't remember a word. Maybe Prince Aloran was calm, but I sure wasn't. Remember, don't kill them all, Alaran said. We may need to acquire them. Good luck, Lauren said. And then the hatch blew, boom! In a rush of wind from the explosion, we launched ourselves into the Yerk transport. Taxons. If you've never faced a taxon, let me tell you, they are shocking things to see up close. They are tubular, like a monstrously thick, ten-foot-long hose. They have rows of needle-sharp, cone-shaped legs. The upper third of their body is held upright and there the rows of legs become smaller and form tiny two- and three-fingered hands. There is a row of dark red eyes, each like congealed liquid. At the very top is the mouth, a round, red-rimmed hole circled with vicious rows of teeth. There were half a dozen of these creatures practically encircling us. For a frozen moment, no one moved. I don't think the Yerks could quite believe that they were being bordered by Andalites right there in orbit around the Taxon homeworld. Then, everyone unfroze at once. On my left, one taxon raised a dracon beam and aimed it at me. Ha! Ah! I yelled and pulled the trigger of my shredder. The taxon crumpled. Shredders fired. Dracon beams fired. The air was instantly as hot as an oven. Shockwaves from all the weapons rocked the enclosed area. Screens blew out. Sheet plastic panels crumpled. Sparks exploded in brilliant waterfalls from popped conduits overhead. Stop firing, Aloran ordered. We'll destroy the ship. Behind me, a taxon, dracon beam coming up. I didn't pause to think. I just jerked my tail. My tail blade sliced through the air and separated the taxon's arm from his body. The arm fell to the deck, still weakly clutching the dracon beam. The taxon screamed. Now there were only two taxons still standing and they knew they were beaten. They backed away as fast as they could motor their cone legs. But even then, and even with the yurks in their heads, the taxon's evil instincts would not be denied. As they backed away, they bent low to tear chunks of flesh from their dead companions. The taxons are cannibalistic, not a nice species, and according to everything we knew about them, not even the yurks inside them could control that foul hunger of theirs. "'All right!' right Arbon cried. "'We got him!' "'Shut, Shut up, you young fool!' fool. Aloran snapped. Aloran had already guessed why the taxon controllers were pulling back. They didn't want to be in the way when serious trouble showed up. And that serious trouble was just becoming visible through the haze of smoke from burning, sparking panels. Seven feet tall, razor-sharp blades at the wrists, razor-sharp blades at their elbows, and knees, and tails.' And two or three huge forward swept horn blades on the tops of their snake like heads. Horkbajir. Well, well, Alaran said. It's been a while since I fought a Horkbajir. I'll take the two big ones in the middle. That left a Horkbajir warrior each for me and Arbon. Two fully grown adult Horkbajir, each with a wily yerk in its head. I'm thinking maybe we both should have paid more attention to old Sophor, Arbon said, making a grim joke. I saw the Horkbegir advance on me. I heard Sophor's voice in my head. Don't, Don't think, Alfangor. It's all it's instinct and training now. I let go of my conscious mind. I simply let it slip away. And in its place, a tingling energy seemed to fill me up. It was as if I were charged with electricity as if sparks might fly from my hooves and tail. The Horkbajir came on toward me, and I struck. I struck. And when Alaran was outflanked by one of his opponents, I struck again, and when Arbon was knocked down by his Horkbajir opponent, I struck again. I struck and struck and struck till Horkbajir blood ran on the decks. And when my own conscious mind returned, it seemed as if hours had gone by. Arbon was staring at me like he'd seen a ghost Aleran was nodding grimly, as if he recognized something about me. Wounded hork and worse than wounded, were lying in taxon gore on the deck. No, I whispered. I turned and ran back through the hatch to the Jahar. I ran and slipped and fell to my knees, with nowhere else to run. It was the human, Lauren, who ran to me and put her strange human arms around my chest, and with one hand pressed my face into her long, golden hair.